Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 83, and we will start, as we always do, by going straight into our song of the week. Vivian, kick us off. So, my song of the week this week is Car Crash by Tiny Little Houses. Um, So, if you guys remember... It was a while ago now, definitely a couple months ago, I brought up their song Richard Corey, which was like their first song in a couple of years. So this um, song Car Crash is like their next single that they've released. And it's definitely a different vibe from Richard Corey. Um, Richard Corey was this really sort of um, dark sort of ballad like song, whereas Car Crash is like it sort of is reminiscent of their stuff um, in terms of like really upbeat sort of like a pop punk vibe to it yeah but the lyrics are very you know (laughs) self-deprecating um very dark very sort of sad but that's sort of true to their style which i've always really loved um but yeah i really really enjoy it because like the chorus is this sort of really big build up and then there's this really cool instrumental afterwards but it's definitely the lyrics that sort of get me because it's like obviously very self-loathing but it's sort of done in like a tongue-in-cheek way so it kind of makes you think that maybe you shouldn't take it as seriously as they're like presenting it to me if that makes sense but yeah um I'm really sort of keen for like their new music because it's definitely been a while yeah this is very very different to the first Mm. song that you sort of brought and as someone who doesn't know their music it's really cool to see like the difference and the range that they sort of have to present um but yeah this is again it's not a song that i would listen to a lot um but it's definitely very interesting and i think yeah the lyrics are so like interesting to you know read through Mm. and have a look at what they're actually saying it's really cool yeah yeah so i'm i'm keen to just keep listening to it and see what else they come out with but that is my song of the week this week car crash by tiny little houses maddie over to you all right, my song of the week is another like super upbeat one, like as last week was. <laughs> um, it's called "Something to Feel Good About" by Will Joseph Smith. So he is an artist from the UK. I think he's like twenty three, around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is from his like latest album release. Um, it is super super fun, super upbeat. Um, it's this got this like really really infectious like syncopated. Um, like acoustic guitar and like keys in the background and then there's all these really cool like little like bell sounds and things throughout it and it's just this like feel good track it's really really awesome to listen to and like it just kind of like makes you want to dance mm. and it's yeah I just really really like it yeah um I kind of I said to Maddie that it for some reason reminded me of Jack Johnson <laughs> and it's not even that similar honestly no. i just don't know <laughs> why i think it'll just be the vocals could be maybe. the vocals but i think as well like i sort of said it's like a chill tropical kind of song and yeah i don't know if you can picture that but when you listen to that <laughs> song when you listen to this song i think it can be pretty like um it's pretty obvious in my opinion anyway yeah definitely um but yeah like it's definitely it's definitely a really fun song to sort of vibe along to yeah it's very cool it's really it's something that you want to chuck on like when mm. you just want to like have this really happy feel good track to listen to and sort of like pick your mood up really it's really awesome yeah um so it is something to feel good about by will joseph smith 
Um, and that's it for our Song of the Week segment. And we will go into our What's Trending. And Vivian has a little article that she'd like to read. Yes, so this is all about Lil Nas X's Montero, call me by your name, sort of debacle that yes. happened this week. Um, the craziness. Yes, so I do have an article here from Enemy written by Patrick Clark. And it says, Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, returns to streaming services after briefly being removed. So, Lil Nas X's recent hit single, Montero, was has returned to streaming service after it was briefly taken down on April 13th. In a series of tweets, the rapper asked his fans to check if the track was still available to stream on Apple Music in their respective countries. He then retweeted replies from fan- fans who were unable to stream the song. Quote, not even joking. Everybody stream Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may not may no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can really do about it. Thanks for all the support, though. The reason for the track's removal from streaming services remains unclear. Enemy has reached out to representatives of Lil Nas X for further comment, though his label Columbia Records acknowledged the issue in a tweet. Quote, it's unfortunate... It's unfortunately out of our control, but we are doing everything possible to keep the song up on streaming services, the label said. We'll keep you up to date as we hear more. Thank you for understanding. Lil Nas X later added that he wasn't placing any blame on the streaming services and asked his fans to keep him updated on the availability of the song. So this was like a weird thing that happened this week. Yeah. Because um, I got a message from my friend Brooke. Shout out to her. And she was like, oh, hey, have you seen this? Like can you like is the song available like what's happening and it is in australia and other countries as well i think like the uk the us um and a lot of other countries you can listen to it but it was just really odd that in a lot of like smaller countries the song wasn't available like it was just really weird and then for lil nas x to come out and say like oh please like just keep streaming it just keep streaming it it might not be available tomorrow it sort of led to a lot of people thinking that this was a publicity stunt. Yeah. Um, just because, like, and since, like, this happened, there has been no reason for it not being available on streaming services. Like, it's sort of just been like, oh, this is a thing that happened, but we're not going to give a reason for it, you know? Yeah, like, I don't understand why, like, nothing, you know, why, like, a reason hasn't come out. Like, why no one sort of said, oh, maybe, like, I understand maybe it might have been because of some of the imagery or some of the references that have been, you know, like why it's been in such hot water lately. I understand maybe that could have been a reason why some maybe like smaller, heavily religious countries might have wanted to take it down, Mm. but like nothing's come out and no one's kind of addressed it and everyone's sort of like moved on. Exactly. And nothing's kind of happened because there was so much... You know, so many people saying, oh, this is such a publicity stunt because there was so, um, like, people were up in arms about how it was going to, like, overtake driver's license on, mm. like, number one on the Billboard charts. Yeah. And Billboard has been like, no, I promise it's not being removed. Like, blah, blah, blah. That's not, like, what's going on here. And so it's just been a whole, like, yeah. just absolute mess, really. And it's like, I don't want to say that it's a publicity stunt because I think that would be very... I would think I would think that's probably the worst thing for like him and his team to do if it was yeah. a publicity stunt because the song was already getting a lot of traction. It was already, you know, sort of doing really well, like you just said. Yeah. In terms of charting and everything. So it was kinda like what would be the point of doing all of this 
you know like it doesn't really make any sense no um but at the same time you honestly never know when it comes to this sort of stuff because publicity stunts happen all the time and it's very very plausible but i just hope that's not the case i i would hope that it wouldn't be but at the same time i think it was kind of irresponsible for lil nas to put that out in a tweet and be like oh like some people you Mm. know say that it's not showing up and kind of like making the assumptions before actually finding out if it was true or not like i understand he was sort of just acting in the moment being like hey like what's going on that's Mm -hmm. a bit like obviously it would have been a bit shocking but i think getting all of his fans to jump on that bandwagon like before anything had sort of like come out of whether or not it was being removed or whatever i don't know i don't know how i feel about that but yeah yeah i'm interested to sort of see like what the discourse like is it still going to be this like sort of like forgotten thing like oh this is a thing that happened but you know yeah we just kind of like laugh about it yeah or if anything will actually come out in terms of what happened because if it does end up being sort of more like radio silence, then I'm going to lean more towards the fact that this was a publicity stunt because it'd be very easy to just like say nothing about it. Like if it was, you know what I mean? And not make a big deal. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see. Mm, That's right. Yes. Um, So that will bring us to the end of our what's trending segment. Now we will go into under a rock and I will kick us off. So my song for this week is Heatwave by Julian Baker. So I had heard Julian Baker's name sort of floating around. Like she was sort of like, I saw her like in the indie scene, like a lot of people were talking a lot about her, especially because she's been releasing music for like a couple of years now, like I think since 2015. So oh, wow. okay. yeah, I had heard her name before. Um, and this song came up on my Discover Weekly and it's coming from her most recent album that released in February, I think. And when I first heard it, I was like, this sounds like Phoebe Bridges. Like, this very much sounds like something that she would write. Yeah. And then I looked a little bit deeper, guys. (laughs) And it turns out they're actually, like, in a group together called Boy Genius. So I was like, oh, right. That makes sense. (laughs) It's all coming together. Yeah. (laughs) But the cool thing is this song... It is very sort of reminiscent of Phoebe Bridges. And as you guys know, I really liked her album last year. So it's very much fits within like my sort of indie taste when it comes to this music. Yeah. This kind of style. Um, But it's really, really cool, this song. I think it's very like a sort of chill song that you can vibe to. But at the same time, it's got these really beautiful lyrics. And there's also a like banjo in there, which as you guys know... I love I love a good Obsessed. banjo. <laughs> I love playing the game of can I hear a banjo <laughs> or a mandolin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very subtle though. Like it, it's definitely not as obvious as like it has been in the past when I've talked about banjos. But yeah. Um yeah, this is such a cool song and I definitely need to check out the rest of her stuff because I feel like I would love it just as much. Yeah, for someone who like doesn't listen to Phoebe Bridges a lot, I think this like from what I have heard I feel like if you like her, you'll like Julian. Yeah. But yeah, it is so, it's really nice to hear this kind of music. It's really sort of like, I think coming into um, the foreground a lot when it comes to like indie music and what yeah. is like being popular, like popularized at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's really, really cool. I, I think it's really nice to sort of just like listen to it and kind of like let it 
Mm. just like flow over you it's beautiful yeah yeah that's actually such a good point that you bring up like the fact that this sort of style of music has become a lot more popular recently which i find really interesting because um like with phoebe bridges like she was nominated for like best new artist and she's not a new artist and i think it's like what you're sort of saying like this sort of music has really sort of come into the forefront over the past maybe year or two and it's interesting yeah i think people are sort of like there's like you're either on the fence about like loving pop music or like there's some people who just absolutely despise what pop music has turned into which Mm. is another conversation that we don't need to have right now Mm -hmm. um but but, yeah there's so many people who are like you know they're like i guess this is a really dumb way to put it but sort of like craving authenticity and i think Mm. this like sort of music exudes that like yeah that vibe and i think people are like becoming more drawn to it rather than like say you know you like big show-stopping pop artists like justin bieber and yeah. like ariana grande and stuff like that no i actually think it's a really good way to put it because there you go <laughs> no because it's so true i i definitely think that sums up a lot of what people are thinking these days in terms of what's popular so yeah. so yeah it's interesting um but yeah please check out the song if you haven't already it is called heat wave by julian baker now, Maddie, what is your under a rock? Alrighty, my under a rock this week is called Anywhere Away From Here, and it is Rag and Bowman and Pink. It's their latest collaboration. Um, it was released like a couple of weeks ago, um, and I am obsessed with it. <laughs> I like. I was a huge, 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 huge fan of Pink when I was little. Really? When Vivian was listening to Taylor Swift, I was listening to Pink. So I have like. <laughs> all of her albums like memorized back to front it's ridiculous um but the reason it's in under a rock is because rag and bone man is someone that i have wanted to sort of like delve into a lot more and this song is just like it's really kind of like you know the the straw that broke the camel's back Mm. like it's really really opened my eyes because this song is so intense and like it's this incredible piano ballad and it really, really suits Rag and Bone Man's voice, and because it, it's just so raw and like gritty, but at the same time, like it's got this vulnerability to it that's like so interesting. Like when you hear what he can sort of like come out with, and then paired with Pink's voice, I think they go really, really like they go hand in hand on this track. It's really beautiful, and sort of like as it builds towards the end, it kind of just like like they don't hold back they sort of just like let it all go at the end and it really really pays off it's amazing yeah i definitely think their voices complement each other in a really interesting way because when you told me like who the song was by and who like who they were i was like oh yeah okay you know i obviously know a lot about pink i don't know a lot about rag and bone man but i was expecting pink to sort of do like her sort of like belting thing that she does yeah she has that voice to do it but i felt like she was more reserved in this song which i found really interesting because you know she's got this incredible voice and i was surprised that she didn't sort of like flaunt it a little bit more but she kind of does towards the end which i think was really really smart because in comparison to rag and bone man his voice sounds very like almost strained and like it's really really interesting because it's very emotive at the same time yeah and so yeah i was like this is this is a really good way like for them to collaborate together because 
I on like I've heard the name Rag and Bone Man, but you I wouldn't say like off the top of my head that they would collaborate together. Him yeah, Pink. yeah. I think um apparently I was like reading up on the song and I think Pink's been wanting to do like a collaboration with him since she heard his music in like twenty seventeen or mm. something. So it's been like in the works for ages and they finally sort of come out with something and I think this is such a such an amazing like you know end product for this collab it's really really amazing it's super super amazing um so yeah it's called anywhere away from here um by rag and bone man and pink and that's it for our under a rock segment um so we'll go into caught my ear now and i'll kick us off with mine and it is called water overhead by marla so um this was almost going to be my under a rock track as well. Um, so Marla is a Kiwi artist. Um, so um, he's from New Zealand and he's got such an interesting voice. Mm. It's so beautiful. So amazing. But the thing that's sort of um, really prominent here in the caught my ear sense is like the production and the way that this song is sort of put together because there's a lot of, um, it's not like over the top, but there is a really prominent use of like vocal sampling and like spoken word sampling throughout it. Like it's really, you know, it sort of comes in at the beginning and then it, um, makes an appearance throughout the rest of the song. Mm. And I love it. I think it's such an interesting use of sampling. And then like with the acoustic guitar that's throughout the song it's such an interesting like um side by side having them there it's really beautiful but then the vocals are just like incredible as well and it's such an interesting song yeah it's such an interesting song and I really like the thing that sort of grabbed my attention was the guitar riff it's a very simplistic guitar riff but it's got this like really cool sort of percussive element to it especially when you pair it right it's like right with the clicks of the song as well and it really sort of brings that percussive element together which I've always really loved when it comes to like guitar riffs like that like because it's so versatile you could use it as obviously more than just the melody for something so yeah yeah I was so drawn in by the song and I was like the lyrics are quite quite beautiful and I wanted to like actually figure out what the song was about so I found this article um from this place called Sniffers um and there's a quote in there from Marla or his actual name is Evan Um, Evan Sinton and so his quote says um, water overhead is sitting at the bottom of the shower feeling hopeless but allowing yourself to just feel those things with the reassurance that it'll get better I play this track when I'm in those moments every now and then I sit in those feelings remind myself to just give what I can and go on my way so it's a really like introspective Mm. song and it's so beautiful and like really really well put together the lyricism is gorgeous and then yeah having that so like the beautiful acoustic guitar with the um vocal sampling is just a really really great pairing i think yeah and i love the way that he's just put that feeling into words there like in yeah. that article because it's really hard to put into words that sort of feeling where you just want to sit with your feelings and just you know it's not necessarily like sort of dwelling in it but it's sort of just accepting what you're feeling right now and moving on when you can and I just think a lot of that isn't really represented in music or at least in this way yeah so very very beautiful Mm. yeah so definitely listen to it um it is Water Overhead by Marla Vivian what's your caught my ear this week 
So my call my ear this week is Purge the Poison by Marina. So I don't think I've ever spoken about Marina, formerly known as Marina and the Diamonds, um, before on the podcast. Maybe I have. I don't remember. We've been doing this for a while now. Too long now. It's (laughs) over two years, guys. How crazy is that? So crazy. Um, But this is her latest single, which is really, really interesting because I was a fan growing up listening to her music when she was Marina and the Diamonds. It was like this like over-the-top pop like sort of sensation that she was and she was really big there for a while yeah definitely um, I I remember like hearing so many people talking about her and I just never even bothered to listen to her music I yeah was just so removed yeah and now like I like that she's sort of like reinvented herself and she's just you know doing her own thing now but this song Purge the Poison is her most recent single and the reason why I put it in caught my ear is mainly for the lyrics and the storytelling that she's sort of doing in this song because it's very current the things the things that she's talking about in this song is so relevant to us today and just the way she sort of weaves in certain topics together i think was done so well so Mm -hmm. i'll read like i'll read like sort of a little bit from the song here and there obviously won't go through the whole thing but like the pre-chorus is like need to purge the poison show us our humanity all the good and bad, racism and misogyny. Nothing's hidden anymore. Capitalism made us poor. God forgive America for every single war. That's the pre-chorus, okay? And yep. it's just like, <laughs> wow. Setting up, like, whatever this chorus is going to be. So the chorus is, need, need to purge the poison from our system until human beings listen. Tell me, who do you think you are? It's your own decision. But your home is now your prison. You forgot that without me. You won't go far. So sort of looking into the song a little bit more, um, I found that the chorus is actually written from the perspective of like earth slash mother nature, sort of talking to us like, look at what you've done with the world. Yep. Um, You've sort of forgotten that without me, you actually can't do anything. You can't live, which I think is really, really like such a smart way to sort of like drum into our heads. Like, you know, this is what's happening. Like we need to wake up. But the cool thing, I really love the second verse. I think it's probably like my Yeah, it's part. really, really cool. I like it. So this is the second verse. 2007, when size zero was the rage, Britney shaved her head and all we did was call her crazed. Harvey Weinstein gone to jail. Me Too went on to unveil. Truth in all its glory, the ending of a story. So just so powerful, these yeah. lyrics. Like, And it just goes on, like the, the first the first verse and the rest of the choruses are really really great as well and it's like we've spoken about this a bit before when artists sort of take their platform and choose to release music that's obviously really really relevant and really powerful and I think the way that she's done it here is just you know she's wrapped it up in this really like dance like dancey type of song this Mm. very true to her style but the message isn't gone away like it's very prominent and it's very obvious what she's trying to say here and i'm just like oh i love it when artists do this yeah it's really really there's so much to unpack so much that's like there's so much that she just like puts into this little like sci-fi pop Mm. like space package yes and it's like it's so so interesting like i've never listened to her music before and I I think like if this is what she stands for like it's so interesting to hear like because I guess in a way like it kind of is like a political song Mm. but it doesn't feel like one like it doesn't feel like you know what you're sort of 
what you picture in your head when you're like, oh, this is like, you know, like a really political song or whatever. It's not like a protest. No. Thing, but it's just like, it's packaged in a really, really interesting and new way. And mm. I think it comes across really, really well. Um, and yeah, I think it's just, it's kind of, it's fun. It's like, a to fun listen song. to, which yeah. is odd with like the lyrics that you're sort of like singing along to when you, yeah. <laughs> when you play it. And I just love the way, like, the song is called Purge the Poison. And I love that, that she's framed it that way. Like, get rid of this, like, all out of our systems. Like, we can sort of regenerate if we put the work in. Like, that's sort of, like, the main message of this song is, like, yes, it's talking about all these horrible things. But by the end of it, it's sort of just saying, we just need to dismantle all of this that's been drummed into us. And we can do it if we actually try to, but we can't just... Like, it has to be all of us. We all have to do it as a collective, not just individually. So I was just like, oh, like I love us so it's much. It's very cool. It's Such very a powerful cool. song. Yeah. Um, but yes, that is my caught my ear for this week. Purge the Poison by Marina. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. And you can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that is where you can send us your recommendations yes. guys we haven't had one for two weeks now we were having such a good run <laughs> so please send them through we'd love to hear what you guys are listening to at the moment um because you know you hear us rabble on about what we're listening to so mm. it's good to you know have that conversation about what everyone else is listening to so and you can also let us know about your opinions on our tracks this week if you also love Post of poison by marina let mm-hmm. us know um so yeah you can join us on monday for a brand new episode see you guys bye